Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Listen, Texas, uh, I'll say right out of the gate, and yes, I am wearing my Diamondback shirt on today. If uh, you did not know it, I am wearing this shirt that Lavello gave us yesterday, but I do think that Texas uh, will win this game tonight and win the World Series. Uh, I mean, yesterday, of course, tremendous job. I didn't think they win the game yesterday. I think most of us thought that the Diamondbacks would get even at two games apiece. Simeon hits the big home run. Seager does what he does. Maybe he shouldn't have been pitched to in that spot. Uh, and, of course, Simeon hits a triple and a three-run homer later on. They get the five runs and the back-to-back innings. Walker makes an error there at first base, which obviously opens up the floodgates. Uh, they can't get a third out of an inning with guys, uh, you know, uh, with uh, them ready to get out of an inning. The Arizona pitching staff could not execute that last out, beginning with that wild pitch on the changeup, which allowed Texas to score the game's first run. And now Texas is in command. Right? You want to say if you're a Diamondback fan, you, in fact, they had to use Leclerc in the uh, bottom of the ninth to get the last out. Uh, not necessarily to win the game. It was 11-7 man on first. I don't know if you got an official save. I think the guy the uh, winning run or the tying run's got to be in the on-deck circle. So he didn't get a, a save for that, but uh, you know, he had to come in. Bruce didn't want to mess around. He threw 10 pitches and, uh, uh, and uh, to get the last out on the pop-up. You want to say that that outburst by Arizona, which showed some goodiness, down 11-1, six runs in the last two innings, that that might uh, do well for tonight. There might be a little carryover. I'm not going to dispute that. But boy, oh boy, Texas with the five in the second, five in the third, Avaldi tonight. 10 in a row on the road. I mean, it's a very, very difficult hill that the Diamondbacks have to climb. Let's give you a little history of it first, and then we'll get to some specifics of this game number five here tonight. Number one, there are seven teams. Now, really six, because I don't want to count 03, 1903, when the Boston Americans did it in the World Series against Pittsburgh. Now, remember, in 1903, that was the best of nine series. They were down 3-1, and they turned around and won four in a row, but I guess it was best of nine. So, in the best of seven era, there have been six teams that have come back from 3-1 down uh, to win the World Series. Four of the six had to do it the way Arizona's going to have to do it if they do, and that is two wins on the road. All right? The 25 Pirates did it against Washington when the Senators were trying to win two in a row with Water Johnson, and they had a 3-1 lead, Washington did, uh, and uh, they lost game five at home, and then they lost game six and seven in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, the Pirates, were the first team in 22 World Series in the best of seven. Uh, so it wasn't total of 22. It's probably about 18, 17 World Series to come from 3-1, 3-1 down to win. Uh, the others in the 3-1 down scenario didn't happen again for 33 years. That's the year that the Yankees uh, down 3-1 to Milwaukee. And this is after Milwaukee had beaten the Yankees the year before in seven games. Aaron, Eddie Matthews, that brave uh, team in uh, County Stadium, they were up 3-1 on the Yankees in the 58. They lost game five in New York, and then the uh, Braves blew two games at home later on. They lost one game in the 10th inning, uh, and both games are tight, and they lost in seven games. That was Casey Stengel's last championship, Yankees field 3-1. Move ahead a few more years to 1979, when in 1979, the Pirates did it, three games to one down, and they, well, I should go to 68. The the Tigers did it first in 68, three games to one down. Uh, They won game five at home, and that was 
was a crazy game because Lou Brock didn't slide in a home plate, would have given the Cardinals an extra run in the middle of the game. And as it turns out, the Tigers won an extra innings in game five. They won game six easy. And then in game seven, Lolich beat Gibson. That's the play that Flood uh, tripped going after the Northrop triple in the seventh inning of a scoreless game. And the Tigers ended up winning that game. I think it was 4-1. Lolich on short rest won three games in that World Series. He went short rest in game seven. The aforementioned Pirates in 79 did it uh, against the Orioles. They were down 3-1. We are family, the Pittsburgh team. They beat the Orioles 7-1. They scored a lot of runs in the late innings of Game 5 in Pittsburgh. Burt Blylevin in relief. Remember, Chuck Tanner's mom had died. And then in Game 6 and 7 in uh, Baltimore, Stargell did things. Murray couldn't hit. And the Pirates won both games to beat the Orioles for the second time in a decade. So those are the times that occurred with the Diamondback scenario down 3-1 with two on the road. The Royals in 85 did it, but they had the last two at home against St. Louis. So you got to remember that. Now, the Cubs did it this way, too. That's the other team I forgot to mention. In 16, the Cubs down 3-1, one game, five, Chapman in relief through a million pitches in Wrigley to get that 3-2 back in Cleveland. They won game six easy. Uh, and then they won game seven with the crazy game in the 10th. So the Cubs did it. The Royals did it. The Pirates did it. The Tigers did it. The Yankees did it. And the 25 Pirates did it. That's six. Out of those six, four on the road. The uh, 58 Yankees, the 16 Cubs, and the 68 Tigers, and the 79 Pirates. So not very often. And that's what Diamondbacks now, Arizona, has to do to win this series. They have to win the night. They had to figure out a way to take, to take Texas with them on a plane to go to Dallas. And then they got to figure out a way to beat Montgomery in game six and manage to get through game seven, most likely against John Gray. If you're Arizona, you worry about one inning at a time. You have to play these elimination games from ahead. They were fortunate to do so against Philadelphia last week against the Phils when they had, uh, you know, uh, the game was tight, both six and seven. But uh, from that standpoint, you know, they didn't fall behind. Same thing goes tonight. The problem they have tonight, it's Avaldi, And Avaldi is coming off a bad start. And Avaldi's a big game pitcher who's been around an awful lot. And uh, Gallen has pitched 250 innings this year, and you get a feeling, funny feeling that's caught up to him a little bit because he has not been quite as good uh, in this postseason. He struggled. Game one in this series on Saturday, on Friday night, he was competitive. Five innings, he hung in there, gave up three runs. He was competitive. And I say he was good, he was competitive. And he gutted his way and gritted his way through five innings, so give him credit for that. Uh, you know, he has to be better than that tonight against Ovaldi, who was not good in game one, and I think we all think that Ovaldi will come out tonight and pitch a much better ball game than he did five days ago. So, and Texas right now, again, the winning streak on the road, I think that's the first thing that the Diamondbacks have to overcome tonight, is Texas's incredible ability to win these games on the road. I mean, they have won ten straight road playoff games. Two in Tampa, two in Baltimore, four uh, in uh, in Houston and bookended two and then two more and then two here in games three and four. So the Rangers on the road have been absolutely stupendous uh, here in uh, the postseason. This is after they lost three out of four in Seattle uh, at the end of the um, at the end of the regular season to blow the division and they haven't missed a beat in the postseason on the road since by their you know tremendous performance. And again, ten runs in two innings yesterday. You could turn the TV off. 
and hit the sack. And boy, does baseball need a close game. Huh? Gee whiz. We all knew that this was going to be a World Series that was going to struggle to resonate around, around America. Uh, you know, I know Tom Moore and Chris Collin are all excited, but I mean, outside of those two, they're big Texas fans. I'm not sure around America, quote unquote, how many folks are out there right now thinking, you know what? I got to make sure I stick with Texas trying to win their first franchise championship tonight. Uh, you know, I understand they came from Washington. Remember, they're not the Washington team that went to Minnesota. So Washington goes to Minnesota in 1971, and they gave them a, an expansion team in 72, which is also a Washington team. And um, uh, no, I'm sorry. Let me get this straight. They left to go to Minnesota in 1960. Minnesota had a team, and then they got a team, and then they left to go to Texas in 71. That's how it is. And they haven't won a championship since the new Washington team got there in the early 60s. So from that standpoint, the Frank Howard teams. So from that standpoint, uh, this would be a, you know, if you want to, compare both franchises, and Frank Howard played for both teams. This is something that we'll keep an eye on tonight as Wise Texas tries to, you know, become the uh, first team here in this franchise history to win one. Somewhere, George and Laura Bush are smiling, but they own the team, don't forget, uh, if for a period of time, and were good owners. Bobby Valentine managed the team for a long time, too. So the Rangers tonight have a chance to do something that has never been done in the history of Texas, uh, t- history of Arlington baseball that has never been done. I like them tonight. Uh, I think that uh, when you've won 10 in a row on the road, when you won the two games they've won so far in this series the way they did it, and I understand this, and nobody knows better than me about the pluckiness of the Diamondbacks. We've seen it throughout the postseason, trailing early in Milwaukee, a couple of different games in one and two, uh, obviously against the Phillies down 2-0 and 3-2, game two of this series when they had lost that brutal game one. Uh, so and nobody knows more than me about the medal of the Diamondbacks, but I think this is a very tall order tonight. Texas feels it. They smell it. They taste it. You heard about the Garcia little emotional press conference that he gave his ball club yesterday uh, in the dugout or really in the clubhouse before the game. He was vulnerable. Sounds like that rubbed off on a team a little bit and uh, made a contribution that way. And the team goes out there and scores a bunch of runs for him. So and Jankowski, did I tell you Jankowski gets some hits? You put a guy in there and you never know. He gets two big hits. A double knocks in a couple of big runs. So uh, this will be an interesting scenario tonight. Uh, You know, I think Texas has an opportunity here. I think they're going to win the game. Uh, I really do. I think if you're Arizona, what you have to do tonight, you can't play from behind. I think if you play from behind in these games, I think you're in big trouble. So if you're Arizona tonight, you cannot play from behind. When you play from behind in elimination games, whether it's on the road or at home, boy, that's a tough tough hill to overcome. So I think they need to be 2 nothing ahead after three innings tonight, make Texas think a little bit. But it's a game five. It's another World Series game. It's middle of the week. It has not resonated across America, unless you are Moore or Carlin. Uh, and I don't think it's going to resonate too much tonight. I think if it uh, gets to a game six, and people find out that Arizona won a great game five, maybe on Friday night they pay attention. But it's a World Series that, you know, at 11-1 in the eighth inning, people are going to go to bed. That's just all there is to it. They need a close one tonight with some drama. We'll see if they can provide. Uh, maybe they can at least, the Diamondbacks, provide that. And I'm not knocking the Diamondbacks. What a job they did in game two after they blew that first game. But it's a tall order tonight against Evaldi and Texas. 
Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.